because uh, our mind is extremely extremely powerful a machine and it has several thoughts running at a time but when you start to journal you are uh, bringing in the focus you are bringing in that clarity motivation comes from enjoying that process just immersing in that process and uh, and results start to happen so uh, most of the times people go against that and they look at something more external and that's why there's a conflict and then they feel lethargic lazy i often say you can't only listen with your ears you need to listen with your ears your eyes and your heart which means one hear what the person is saying and how he's saying uh, second observe the body language is the person uncomfortable is the person like you said some people go on and on is the person bored is is this meeting taking too long is this person understanding what i'm saying do i need to rephrase and uh, lastly how how is the person feeling about it and that is coming up next on bootstrapping your dreams show so stay tuned so the big question is this how are ambitious people like us who don't have a lot of resources did not go to ivy league colleges were not born into wealth how do we become resourceful enough use our creativity our dedication and a little bit of crazy to bootstrap our way to realizing our dreams whether it is launching a new company launching a new app or making it to the top of the corporate ladder that is the question and this podcast will give you the answers we have created a tremendous community of bootstrappers entrepreneurs and professionals who are ambitious resourceful and want to get things done we brainstorm support and help each other out so come join us navigate to bootstrapping.group Join today and get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series absolutely free. If you enjoy this video then do let us know by hitting that like button now. Or if you want us to improve our content then go ahead and hit that thumbs down button and give us your honest feedback in the comment section below. Here at Tata Noodle we are passionate about entrepreneurship, technology and innovation. Every week we bring you insightful and engaging videos, interviews tips tricks and strategies to help you grow your business or rise in your corporate profession if you're new here please do consider subscribing and do not forget to hit that bell icon so that you are notified when we publish new content hello and welcome to this new episode of bootstrapping your dreams show i'm your host manoj agarwal and today we'll be talking with vinny ajmera so vinny is an executive coach a tedx speaker positive transformational facilitator and podcast host of run to win winnie helps leaders and organizations discover their inner brilliance and speak their truth she is passionate about communication authenticity and resilience the key tenets of her philosophy which she brilliantly expounds through her talks and teachings welcome winnie hi hi manoj thank you for having uh- me here great so uh, you are doing a lot of things and uh, you know a lot of things which resonate with our audience uh, let's talk about uh, this transformational facilitator so what does that entail what do you do with executives to transform their lives so several things i think unofficially i've been this transformation facilitator for a very long time maybe since mm-hmm. i was little but um, i think as i've grown along you know there's this thing thread that keeps tying in whatever you end up doing and whatever excites you so uh, i feel like i have this innate ability to see that people have a lot of potential in them and then when i talk mm-hmm. to them and i feel that 
uh, I could I could help them grow that or help them tap into that, then that's the path I take. But uh, by any means, like when, when, when you do it officially, of course, you can take look at formal interventions like training, like coaching, um, you know, even uh, mentoring them. So uh, it's that unofficially, obviously, you know, you shake them up <laughs> and you make them do things. But um, I think people need that. Sometimes they need a little nudge. They have it in them and they need a little nudge. Uh, also, a standard problem I notice is uh, that everyone has is uh, self-belief. Very few people uh-huh. believe in themselves. And I noticed this a lot more when I started running. So uh, I've run a few half marathons and I always thought I couldn't, but it was quite funny because when I would uh, go to the beach and run with my group, if our instructor said, okay, you got to go and run five kilometers and come, then I could do uh-huh. it. So that's when I started thinking, is it how is it that when he says you can do it, you can do it? And how is it that I don't, how does he know that I can do it, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what, uh, um, in a way, started my journey of studying this a little more deeply, uh, right from what is it that triggers inside of you? Why can't we pump up that belief? And uh, yes, it's just been a journey, discovering, um, discovering newer things, better practices every day. I see. And so, uh, you know, that is very true. I completely agree. People do not realize what their full potential is, uh, you know, and and I'm guilty of that as well. So uh, what are the typical problems? Why is this so prevalent? Why do people have these limiting beliefs? Uh, Do you do you uh, know or I mean, it's it's all kinds of uh, various reasons, but uh, do you know, like, what are the most common reasons why this happens? I think we all seek validation in some way or the other. There are also people who have overconfidence and, you know, a lot of self-belief where then they refuse to work on themselves. But I think what it's lacking is sometimes you're overcritical of yourself. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't spend enough time with yourself also to recognize, uh, note, make a record, uh, journal out your achievements what you're doing, what you're setting out to do. So every time you do something, you feel it's not enough. And I think that also comes from a place of just floating, you know, just constantly walking down an aimless path. So you're achieving things, but it's not cemented. It's not identified. So somewhere that uh, makes you question uh, yourself, if you're good enough, um, if you have achieved enough, if you put in the work. But I think sometimes to do all of this, if you have a vision, if there's a certain level of goal setting done, then with every milestone, you can celebrate that success and start believing more. Mm-hmm. For me, it was validation. Even for me, it took me many years. Uh, so whether I was flying before as cabin crew and then I joined uh, a corporate and you know I helped them with setting up an entire learning initiative in arts and literature, every time my mentors or colleagues said that I was really good at my job, my my approach to that was that they're just being kind. You know, mm-hmm. I never really, even though they said it, I thought they're being kind. I just thought, oh, I can't be that great. Okay. But um, what, what helped me also, what really helped me is when I started my company and then clients started paying me and then after paying me, they complimented me and then they called me back again and said, okay, now that's a validation. So sometimes you've got to figure out what is that validation for some others. It may be, um, an approval from their parents or an approval from their partners or even just, uh, like I said, setting goals and accomplishing them. Once you cross a milestone, you know you're, you're getting there. You're headed there. I see. 
that's good. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I completely agree. A lot of uh, these issues may stem from our childhood and how we were brought up, but but that's a topic for another day, I guess. Um, now, uh, one thing you pointed out, you know, a lot of people do not really realize what their full potential is, and so this theme of self-awareness has been coming up lately for me. Uh, do you think that uh, self-awareness is a reason uh, behind this? Like people do not really um, understand their own psyche; they don't take the time to you know, sort of reflect on what, uh, what uh, makes them happy or makes them sad, what they're good at, what they're bad at. Uh, what do you think about that? Yes, absolutely. I think that's the first step. The first step is to become aware of yourself. And to be able to do that, one needs to spend a little bit of time by themselves, mm -hmm. have their daily reflections or at least uh, weekly reflections. Just have a regular routine set in place where you know that no matter what once a week twice a week or daily i will sit back and reflect on on what is it that's exciting me what is it that i am doing what am i made of what are my pet peeves it's really important to know a few things about yourself or to, before you can start working on yourself like if i don't know yeah. what my strengths are or what my weaknesses are then i'm just uh, you know, then, then I don't know what I'm working on. It's, you know, you're just doing task-based things. You're just doing everything that's imposed on you externally. So yeah. I think that's, uh, that reflection is extremely important. Sitting, just spending time with yourself. Like even if you just did that, that can help you uh, start thinking about what, what happened in the day. When were you ex yeah. excited about or charged about? When were you most... Uh, angry about what were you upset about when did you get nervous and when you start recognizing those things that's when you can start tapping into um, into what you need to work on and what you need to strengthen I do yeah. believe in development comes from a from an appreciative uh, inquiry perspective where it's always nice to work on your strengths because when the weaknesses mm -hmm. start fading away or they catch on and uh, once there are certain weaknesses which matter, you identify them and work on them, but at least you won't focus too much on those. Yeah, so. yeah. So, so you mentioned uh, taking note of, uh, you know, what made you happy, what made you angry and so, so, uh, so on. Um, so are you referring to journaling in some way? Uh, absolutely. I think it's the most powerful tool. It, um, I mean, it has so many benefits. First, it transfers everything that's in your mind onto paper. So it kind of makes it more concrete, more tangible. Mm -hmm. uh, the mind is extremely, extremely powerful a machine. And it has several thoughts running at a time. But when you start to journal, you are uh, bringing in the focus. You are bringing in that clarity. And uh, also, you can keep going back to it and referring that, okay, a, a week ago, this is how I felt about something. Mm. And a week later, this is how I feel. What is my, you know, what is my path next? What do I plan to do? Whether it's my yeah. growth or whether it's something uh, that I've worsened on, you just have it right there. So extremely critical. It's it's a very powerful technique. I see. So uh, let's unpack that a little bit. So uh, do you recommend we journal like at nighttime in the evening or do we carry a journal all day long with us? Like, what is the most effective way to, um, to keep a journal? So I think whatever works for you, it's more practical. Like for me, it's more practical to just do it early morning compared to late night, which is what many people advise. But I really think don't fall into a, don't fall into a reservation. You know, don't fall into a rule. 
let it be a guideline so it's a little hard to carry your journal through the day but you know you can actually just have it digitally like you have your phone with you all the time so yeah. if there is a thought that resonates with you and it's important don't wait then till the night or the next morning just put it out there and then transfer it somewhere in in that one important place the next morning so you know on this day this is what happened and this is how i felt so i, I think it's good to take stock at a particular time when you're doing it regularly whether it's morning or in the night um but you can obviously when your thoughts come don't wait for that time to arrive also just put that thought somewhere so you can transfer it in the right place in one place to then go back to and to your journey yeah i see i see now let's talk about motivation you know uh, all all these changes that can sort of uplift uplift us transform our lives uh, we need uh, some sort of a motivation to actually be to to want to be able to do that right so um do you think uh, people are motivated uh, for this type of transformation and uh, if not why not so i think sometimes it's also lack of awareness do i need uh-huh. motivation you know i'm very comfortable in my in my zone i yeah. don't have to do anything i don't have to make any movement life is pulling along i'm in a state of inertia so let me just carry on who's going to bother and yeah. then you chance upon something that matters to you okay so i i firmly believe everything if we look back at whatever we've done in life and whatever has excited us there is a thread that ties it i genuinely believe that i think it's very important like i said when you start reflecting looking back getting feedback from people you you start identifying what is that one thing that excites you most like so for yeah. me human behaviors excite me a lot and then this you know just uh, even now uh, like sort of troubling them or tapping into them and finding out what's coming out of it just understanding more of it. it's a trip you know and then i realized okay wait hold on this is something i enjoy up from the beginning and and myself i'm an eternal learner so every single day i feel like hey how's uh you know today if i've spoken to you i might probably hang up and think okay these are the things i really liked about him how did he do that what do i want to take back so i think you will start finding that one thread and you need to understand what it is that's exciting you and uh, so a lot of people don't do that i don't think motivation is that external i think externally you get a nudge yeah uh, but motivation should be more intrinsic and that largely comes when when i don't feel i'm accountable to uh, to others but to myself mm-hmm. for doing something you know when i feel i am in charge of what i'm doing so there are so many things we do which we immerse ourselves in quite easily whether it's even watching a web series or playing a game or playing a sport you like or uh, you, you know there are things that actually draw you in so we need to just figure out what is the feeling we have at that time when we are completely uh drawn into these things and we are motivated we are motivated to do better at a game to uh get better at our scores why does that happen why does it not happen at work why does it not happen yeah. um in academics and as i see it it's because you are going you you're in flow you know you're yeah. you're immersed in that without any end result you're just you're just enjoying the process Nice. so nice. motivation comes from enjoying that process just immersing in that process and uh, and results start to happen so uh, most of the times nice. people go against that and they look at something more external and that's why there's a conflict and then they feel lethargic lazy 
and we all feel that i have those days so often and then you have to just sit back and think hey you know i did identify this is this is what i want to focus on mm-hmm. like i'm working on this online leadership program and i love content i love behaviors i love what's shaping up it's amazing but with that i'm having to learn production i'm having to learn um, you know the whole tech platform and mm-hmm. uh, many times it was just pulling me down and i said wait why is this happening why am i delaying making my content all the time and then i realized oh my god i'm doing that because i'm trying to understand everything from like absolute core which is an important so i got a team in place who's now helping me understand that and i'm focusing on what i love to do I and we wake up early morning today and be excited about this interview with you when awesome that's, that's great thank you so much for sharing that now you brought up a very important point that is to you know to go through uh, several of these experiences and then trying to figure out uh, you know what excites you because uh, w- what i also notice people get lost in their routines and their monotonous life and since they are not uh, putting themselves through new experiences uh, they don't really find out exactly what excites them so what is uh, your view about that like what what are what is the importance of putting yourself through new experiences hence you can sort of self discover yourself and figure out exactly what you like to do of course it's extremely important because it is always in the discomfort of the comfort that you find a new zone right you find a growth or prospect you tend to grow um and you should expose yourself to everything i, I mean that's that's something that that i only believe in that one people need to know they have a choice mm-hmm. second uh, to exercise that choice they need to they need to put themselves out there right so my most favorite quote is of professional wake up dress up show up you know you just got to go there and keep trying new things like you are in a process you are in a flow and then something comes your way that's slightly interesting explore you something new will come out of it and it's absolutely whether it's activities whether it's recreation whether it's uh, whether it's books whether it's uh, you know even a medium just keep exploring i think that's what keeps life interesting also uh-huh. Uh-huh. um and, uh, you'll find something to be uh, you'll, you'll you'll find that that thing that can give you the nudge yeah yeah for sure uh now let's talk about uh, we talked about the mental aspects of uh, of you know how to live a fulfilling life but let's also talk about physical a- aspects so physical fitness ha- fitness has been associated with the way um with the way a personal uh, person thinks and is a mental his or her mental uh, uh, aptitude so what do you think about that what is the importance of physical fitness uh, for a holistic uh, life it's um, it's what we learned when we were very little uh, in mm-hmm. school i think a lot of things that we learned when we were 5 years and 6 years old is, is exactly what we are all discovering now uh, along the way but one was a healthy mind and a healthy body so uh, if you need to have a healthy mind you need to have a healthy body and it's really not philosophical it's far more scientific than that but if you you know just to be energized just to perform the various activities uh, you need to be well rested you need to have exercise your uh, your muscles your brain needs to have gone through certain processes because it's all got to do with neurotransmitters with triggers that help you perform better so absolutely uh, your mental uh, your, uh, and physical fitness are completely linked and um, it's liberating it's liberating because it empowers you to do more it empowers mm-hmm. you to uh, keep at it and keep going 
I see. And now let's play a devil's advocate and uh, say, you know, if we don't really care about our physical fitness, our mental fitness, what are the you know consequences that you can expect? You know, uh, according to you, what what you have seen or what are the what are the things that you understand that may happen uh, in a negative sense? So I've noticed this with myself, with others, with my clients that I coach, observations. Uh, generally, when you're not physically fit, and physical fitness doesn't only entail exercise. To me, it's food and rest as well, which I'll come to mm -hmm. later. But if you're not, uh, I think temperamentally, you need to start observing yourself. I'm not saying everyone would go through the same process, but if you're getting very angry at work often, <laughs> in the mornings or in the afternoons, then you need to turn back and evaluate, oh, have I slept well? Something as simple yeah. as that. If you're getting upset, if you're feeling lethargic, the first biggest issue is lethargy. You're just yeah. really floating through the day, not knowing what you want to do, getting irritable. Uh, and all that comes uh, through because you've not focused on your physical health. And to me, the first on that pyramid of health, more than even nutrition and exercise is rest and sleep. So we feel that just chilling, watching TV or playing games is resting. No, I think it's even just getting adequate amount of sleep. Your body needs that for reparation. So when you don't do that, in the long run, there are many different uh, complications that could arise. But if I look at short-term complications, I think just even your decision-making ability, your power to your capacity to process things you know everything happens in your prefrontal cortex your ability to process those things because uh, obviously the right amount and the right kind of neurotransmitters are not being released in the brain so then it's obviously getting uh, it's not being used to its optimum and uh, at some point it will talk to you your body is extremely extremely demanding Mm -hmm. And um, if you don't look after it, there's a likely chance eventually it won't look after you. So one has to focus on it for sure. And there's okay. so many issues then that arise because your brain transmits these messages to the rest of the body, right? So some functions or the other starts getting impaired over time. So even if you do something very simple, like just a walk, but do it, be active, make, make that commitment. Got it, got it. Very good. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, another important skill is communication. And uh, this is uh, one that I find a lot of people lack. Um, either they are, you know, they are, uh, um, they are two extremes, I find. Uh, people who talk a lot and people who don't talk at all. Uh, so, you know, all these, all these scenarios, they cause a lot of sort of uh, miscommunications, confusion between teams when you're collaborating with other people. So what are your views about it? What is the importance of communication skills? And can this be taught? Can, can somebody develop um, a good communication uh, level, even if they are not a very good communicator um, inherently? Yes, absolutely. I think the beautiful part of any behavior is that it can be taught. Any skill is that it can be taught. Um, I think, again, it starts with awareness. You need to understand through feedback around you. Oh what are the areas that you could do better in? I think all of us have certain areas. I mean, communication is such a broad story, but since you spoke about uh, miscommunications and or communication with regard to collaboration, I think the most critical part for one to understand is the whole intent impact gap. You know, it's very important that you're communicating to be able to connect and uh, also not just to 
just to talk, not just to convey what you're saying, but also to understand what the other person is about. And the bottom line of everything is listening. So you could talk a lot and you could talk less, but you're still communicating. Mm-hmm. It's, even if you're not talking, you are communicating. You know, there is some communication that's going out there. So I often say you can't only listen with your ears. You need to listen with your ears, your eyes and your heart, which means mm-hmm. one, hear what the person is saying and how he's saying. Uh, second, observe the body language. Is the person uncomfortable? Is the person, like you said, some people go on and on. Is the person bored? Is, is this meeting taking too long? Is this person understanding what I'm saying? Do I need to rephrase? And uh, lastly, how how is the person feeling about it? It's yeah. That's very important because that, uh, that enhances the quality of communication. So, uh, I don't think there is a cookie cutter solution like that one fits all, but definitely if we just understood the intent impact gap and often we feel, I think we keep hearing ourselves say it and even others say, he just doesn't seem to understand me or she isn't understanding me at all. And uh, I think it's just incorrect English if we look at communication skill because the onus is on the communicator. Mm -hmm. So you have the intent to communicate and the other person hasn't understood, you need to figure out how you can convey the, the point as opposed to passing the blame on the person to not understand because that person is only responding from his point of impact you, that your communication has had on him. So I think that's very critical. So to me, listening skills is number one um, on communication. And then of course, try to, um, it's important to keep it concise, but it's also important to make sure the message has gone through. So sometimes what happens is because of brevity, the message doesn't go through at times. So you have to explain. And at times, long-winded sentences can tire people or they can make people think, oh, okay, like we already know what they want. So by the time you come to the point, you've lost them. So mm. you've got to obviously have a balance of both. And to do that, again, you've got to figure out what is that area of development? What have you noticed about yourself? And people likely always tell you. So uh, pick up those cues and then start working on it. And yes, it can be taught. Awesome. That's great. And now let's talk about the positive mindset, because, you know, as we go through life, whether we are entrepreneurs, whether we are professionals, we always um, are trying to sort of, you know, better our lives, better our families' lives. And uh, obviously we run into obstacles. We, you know, things don't go our way all the time. Um, and it's very important to keep a positive mindset in order to overcome them in, in order to realize our full potential. So first of all, do you agree with that statement? And second of all, like, how do you develop a positive mindset if you do agree with that? Uh, yes, I totally agree with that. But I think it's a state of mind, uh, right? Like you said, it's mindset. So uh, of course, you've got to work on it. Uh, and uh, this is not something you can work on alone. <laughs> Here you need, you, need, you need people, you need a support system, you need an ecosystem. And uh, uh, I think the first thing that I would start out by doing is just practice the attitude of gratitude and abundance. Uh, I think when you practice gratitude, it also is like a reminder to you on all the things that are going well for you and all the people who are out there for you. Uh, When you come from a vantage point of abundance, again, you know, you know, there is so much that you have within you that, of course, setbacks are a part of life. But uh, you also know that there is so much out there that you can fall back on or that you can uh, that you can pick from to help you sail through that so i think to me that's the very first notion you need to 
uh, have that attitude of abundance and attitude of gratitude. Uh, I also think uh, self-coaching helps a lot in cases like this. It's very important to know that everything passes. You know, it's this too shall pass. So in difficult times, you need to know that this is going to go away. So how do I explore or tap into the opportunity that this this difficult time has brought in? You know, like right now feeling negative and uh, I'm not saying that one needs to start feeling, oh, I have a problem. Come on, now let me be fully positive and start. No, you need to let it sink in. Don't challenge yourself. When you're going through something, go through it. It's important to, to, uh, to sort of understand what, how you're feeling and what you're feeling. Take that moment and then come back and address it. So I think often we try to challenge this emotion by just trying to fake. And I do believe in faking it till you make it. But we try to fake it a bit too soon before we even understand what's going on. So it's okay to sit with it. Uh, I have a little different notion about this. I do believe that since everything is transient, uh, it's important to also explore that emotion, that feeling, because that helps you understand so much. And uh, then you can tap into it. You can figure out what is this bringing along with it. Like this has unsettled me. So what's the opportunity here? What, what can I take back from this? Like there is something that I will be able to. And... Uh, more more often than not, unplugging yourself helps a lot. So first, just take a step back once you've gone through the motion. Take a step back, unplug yourself from it, and then uh, come right back. So develop a support system. Have your have your ecosystem around you. Who are the people that that are uh, your boosters? See, there are a lot of people who will give you a listening ear. Then there are you need them. Then there are people who will flow with you. If you are suffering, they'll suffer with you. And then there are solutions people, they'll be your boosters. So identify who those people are in your life and approach them as for your need. You know, sometimes you need people for different things. So that ecosystem is extremely critical because you're not an island. No man is an island. So uh, that has helped me a lot. And I go through these things. Um, uh, it's helped me tremendously to have that support system. And you don't need too many. So um, also the other mistake a lot of people do, like I think we all do, and it's just awareness and constant practice. Um, we need to separate the fact from illusion. So sometimes the problem is far smaller than we've made it out to be in our heads. So the problem is up here, you know, but you have thought that it's right up there. And now you're dealing with this big scale of problem, this mountain, which was actually only a molehill. Uh, an intense molehill, but we forget to deal with that and we just build so many piles on it. So just even separating that fact from fiction, mm -hmm. that helps us uh, remain positive because then you know there is only little you need to deal with and you're equipped to do it. You you yes. will be able to sail fast. Right. And now um, let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey. So you obviously, you, you mentioned one thing which was uh, not believe, believing in yourself until you got paying clients and they came back. But uh, did you make any other mistakes that you can share with the audience that we can learn from? Yes, like so many. I still have days. Like, you know, you have these days when you just feel, uh, you question yourself. Some days you're just like, okay, chuck it. Like, you know, there are better things to do. And then you remember what you set out for. So for me, uh, I think the weakness was, uh, 
I don't know if it turned out to be my strength or weakness, but for me, my entrepreneurial journey wasn't like many other people know what they want to do and then they set out on that journey. In my case, I just, I just was pushed into a certain direction and I kept trying to get better at it. It worked out for me. Uh, so I think the mistake I did is I did not early on try to spend enough time to figure out what actually my strengths are. So that also came from lack of exposure. I didn't know how to identify those strengths over and above uh, feedback from your peers or your mentors or even, you know, your friends and family. I didn't know how to formally identify what what it is that I really want to do and what I enjoy doing. Uh, I wish I had known that earlier. I wish I had known that earlier to exploit it far better, but it's never too late. And uh, so the mistake I did is when people started telling me that even early on when I started out, I kept questioning and you, I wanted to do everything. So the one thing we, uh, I ended up doing was whatever came my way. And uh, I just said yes to it. But it was great to say yes to everything that was related to my stream, which is people development, human behaviors. So whether it's coaching, speaking, um, training, running a podcast, I have a podcast, which is all about inspiring people, helping them get that choice. All that was connected. But then there, was, there were people who wanted me to help them with business development. They wanted me to write for them. They wanted me to. I just said yes to everything because everything was exciting. You know, when you're a little bit more driven, everything seems exciting and everything seems lucrative. And you're like, okay, let me see if this is what I can focus on. Let me see if I can build a business out of this. But that delays, that delays your original plan. And you will come back to the original plan because that's who you are. That's who you wanted to be. So the biggest mistake I did was I wasted a lot of time. It, it was fun. I'm not saying it wasn't fun, but in all fairness, it, it, probably I could have reached where I wanted to a year earlier. Or, you know, in many areas too. So I think learning to say no is a very big learning I've had. And I get so tempted. Everything is so lucrative when people come and suggest that you should be a part of it. You want to say yes, you want to be a part of it. But um, you need to get rid of that FOMO, the fear of missing out. <laughs> so that was a very critical one. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. And this has been a very fascinating conversation, very profound. Uh, you shared a lot of... Uh, practical uh, things that uh, people can take and incorporate into their lives. So thanks a lot for that. Now, before I let you go, can you tell us how people can reach out to you? Uh, yes, sure. Uh, well, I am active on uh, LinkedIn. So just Vinny Ajmera, V-I-N-W-E-A-J-M-E-R-A, and they can reach out to me. I'm also pretty active on um, Instagram. My email address is uh, Vinny at personage.in, which is P-E-R-S-O-N-E-G-E. Personage.in and yeah, so multiple places, and I'd love to hear from uh, anyone who wants to know more about my journey or all the discoveries I've made along the way. Very happy to share. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your knowledge and wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, much. And that's all for now. Until next time. Now, if you're an entrepreneur or a career professional, then I invite you to join our growing community. Navigate to bootstrapping.group. As a welcome bonus, you will get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series and Mastering Your Inner Game video series absolutely free. This series of short videos address some core issues which are instrumental in helping you move forward in your business or career. The videos are yours to view and share for free. No obligations or strings attached.
except for one. You have to take action and implement it. So join us today, navigate to bootstrapping.group. If you want more engaging videos and insightful interviews with industry's thought leaders, then check out the other videos we have picked for you. The link is right there. And if you want to be notified about our new content, please do consider subscribing to our channel.